I'm sure you didn't dominate. I had two more. I was going to I meant ready for the new year, but oh. if you're still eating gummies, then we can wait. Happy gummies. We can wait for you. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you got to eat yours. Uh, I mean, I ate one. Okay. I also didn't get my chapstick. You should do that. Um, though. I could use wax. could use gummies. could use body wax. What? Uh, I, I read somewhere that you can use, like, the, the wax against the side of your nose as... Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> because it's, like, a sympathetic I, oil sure. that's, like, body produced. And... I thought you meant, like, body wax to, like, remove hair. Oh. And I was like, how is that easier than just, <laughs> you know, my body I wax? I just use body wax. <laughs> like, do you know where the body wax is and not the chipstick? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, I said it and immediately thought, like... Like shaving wax, mm. like getting a, a wax, mm. just mm. tear that lip skin off. Yeah, get rid of it, so it's fresh and new lip skin. Yep, just bleeding and muscle. That's how. That's I mean, that's what face masks do. They just rip off your top layer of face. That's not what face masks. So they have do. your nice. Soft. We're using different face masks. Use nice No. Not what if that's what it's doing, <laughs> then you need a different face Some of mask. Them. Um, they shouldn't, not good ones. You need Are it. Are you gonna get chapstick or no? Mm, no, okay. Mm, I really want it though. <laughs> Just go get it. I uh, can get it, or we can leave it. They're Who gonna, cares? they're going to hear the they're door, they're going to tell the judge. Oh, oh, oh. silent door. <laughs> It's like, just because you said that, screw you. That's impossible. Silent like the night, that door. Impossible. Amazing. Now it's just my podcast all along. Hi, listeners. Hope your 2018 is cool beans. It's already the second day, at least. Oh, no. Now it's the... No, it's not. Ninth day. Don't don't lie. It's the ninth. There it is. There it is. There it is. That rustling is the blanket. Hi. Not the blanket. We have separate blankets. We do. Anyway. Welcome to Hysterical History. The funniest history podcast about humor with women. Yep. (laughs) I think we probably win that. Yeah. That's probably true. Especially of the ones that were made in February 2017. We're almost going to be a year old coming up pretty soon. Soonish, in the same month as my birthday, your your bath day, mm-hmm. the the one month a year, and there's one day where I take a bath, your yearly bath. That's <laughs> oh, Alexis. Nice. That's Alexis, <laughs> the smelly one, uh, and that's Haley, the funny one, the other one, <laughs> the <laughs> other one, the rude one, the rude one. So we wanted to say um, thank you to Caitlin who sent us an email. All the way from down under. Uh, She's going to hate that I did that immediately. Especially it wasn't really an Australian accent. Yeah, I tried. I don't really know how to do it. No, it's okay. But anyway, thank you for sending us an email. It's okay. You're adorable. And uh, because you like when we... I have source issues. <laughs> and singing issues. <laughs> Our cynical source issues. You're probably going to like this one. Yeah. I read a whole source that was just about people complaining about sources. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. So I'll talk about that for a minute later. Mm-hmm. But thank you for emailing us. Our Australian listenership has risen dramatically. And it's all thanks to you. It's all you. <laughs> it's all you, Caitlin. Thanks. So thanks for listening. And please tell your friends. And we promise eventually we will talk about the Romanovs. So I can be like, eventually we will talk about history. You <laughs> no. just have to be patient. <laughs> no, the Romanovs. So we've gotten two requests now from emails, and I promise they're coming. Just like... Nope. Okay. Don't. <laughs> well, if you are drifting off into sleepland, Caitlin, have a pleasant dream. And if you are listening at work, get ready to laugh awkwardly while your coworkers look at you funny. What? (laughs) That's going to make her laugh. Hopefully that made you laugh. Okay. (laughs) So, on my last episode, I talked about what, Haley? I don't remember. Uh, 
I don't remember what I talked about last time. Fidel Castro. Mm. What did I talk about last time? I don't know. You see? No, Jesus Christ, snake exploder. That's uh, what the episode that's true. is. Yep. I know. I don't. Because I'm a good friend. Anyway. I don't remember because I. So have... last time <laughs> we talked about assassination attempts, mm-hmm. but they were all failures. Mm-hmm. Just a bucket of suck. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk about successful assassination. The one. That was also, before it succeeded, a bucket of failures <laughs> and a bucket of suck. Really? Assassinations, if anything, they should teach you to just try, try again. Yeah, if at first you don't succeed, maybe they'll get lost and stop in front of the sandwich shop you're at. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you'll just be like, you know what? I just need a sandwich to make myself feel better. <laughs> to feel better. And then they'll just happen to be there, and you're like, oh, miracle. Murder. <laughs> the best. <laughs> but anyway, so everybody knows about the assassination of uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand. It's the, very famous. The singer? No. Friend. band. <laughs> and no. <laughs> it's not the singer? There's no singer. It's a band. Um, but the band is named after... Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Um, and he his assassination, him and his wife, but mostly him, obviously, because, you know... Wives aren't important. Who runs the world? Men, really. Yeah. Uh, especially in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, they're famous because they kick off uh, our first world war. Mm-hmm. Which, cool beans. They didn't call it that. No. They did not call it World War One. The Great War, <laughs> they, they called it. did not have that foresight. They did not. And I actually... I don't know if I have the quote in here, but... There's some, somebody talks about it. Oh, they do. Uh, his assassination kicks off World War I, uh, which is why we know about it. I don't think it would be as big of a deal if it didn't lead to such a dramatic event. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't think an Archduke of Austria being, you know, assassinated would have been like everyone on the whole earth knows about right. it. It mm-hmm. learns in history, except that the events that follow it are pretty major yeah. for everyone. It was a good one. It was a good one. Except it wasn't at first. Kicked the bucket. And it spilled things everywhere. Just like you will smooch your loved one as the new year begins, this murder kicked off a whole ball of murder. A big one. Big murder. One murder led to so many deaths. So many. And we didn't learn our lesson. So we had to have a round two. Round two. But this is before even round one. Mm Mm-hmm. So, of course, when someone gets killed or dies, Mm -hmm. everybody goes, hey, didn't he talk about that two weeks ago, how he was going to die? uh, Is that what they do? I think so. With famous people, it's always like, look at all the ominous, like, oh, the predictors. The symbols. We should have seen it coming. If only we had known. Yes. So, the first one, which is the least plausible, according to... Oh, I was going to look at his name. Nostradamus. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nostradamus is very dead by this time. But, I mean, he might have written one in his time. He, yeah. He did predict everything. He, he so, wrote about, what, 9-11? Yeah. The plague? Hitler. He, Hitler? Yeah. He knew. Um, I'm going to talk about Nostradamus sometimes. I love him. <laughs> but, uh, no. This is just a random fortune teller. Mm-hmm. And apparently... Uh, one of the imperial aides was told by this fortune teller um, that the Archduke would one day let loose a world war. Which I love because I think his name is Mike Dash, the guy who I got most of uh, my information from. Okay. Uh, he works for the Smithsonian. Uh-huh. Um, and Shout he, out to Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. And he very much crosses his arm and shakes his <laughs> head at this. Mm-mm. What, he doesn't believe the random street fortune teller? He doesn't believe that she would have said world war. Oh, I see. Which is completely fair. Because mm-hmm. like you just said, <laughs> this is before that happens. Right. No one's calling it that. Mm-hmm. Not until far in the future. <laughs> They're like, boy, what if we so had... he's like, really? The first world war? They're like, wait, there's more? What? What? <laughs> he would one day let loose a world war. A world war. Which the concept of we don't even have. He's like, maybe a European war? Like, she could have said that, and I would have been like, okay. Mm-hmm. World war? No. No. So, next. Mike ain't about that. <laughs> he's not. There's one relative of his, apparently, um, that they say he told a month before his death, uh, there's a quote that says, I know I shall die soon, or I know I shall soon be murdered, 
Not die soon. Be murdered. Very specific. His favorite murder. And then a third source uh, said the Doom Man was extremely depressed and full of forebodings a few days before the assassination took place. The Doom Man. So he's really sad, and he's like, I know I'm going to get murdered. Aw, murdered. Oh, and he still goes to this terrible place where everyone hates him. <laughs> Smart! Smart. <laughs> Good job, babe. I know you have, like, you know... You're required to go to certain places as a leader. It's your job. It is. But (laughs) if you do actually think you're going to get murdered, don't go to the place where you're most likely to be murdered, maybe. Or, you know, maybe a precaution or two. Yeah. Bring some guards. Don't... Don't drive in the open car. (laughs) I mean, they don't really have a lot of other (laughs) options. (laughs) Anyway... Um, oh, there's also a legend. Uh, a legend. A legend. Legend about um, Franz Ferdinand, and that apparently he, in 1913, so this is the year before he gets assassinated, he uh, shot a rare white stag, and it was believed that any hunter who killed such an animal, that he or a member of his family shall die within a year. I thought it was, like, good luck to kill a... Not the rare ones. <laughs> not the not the white ones. You're supposed to, like, take account of it and then, like, let them go. Is is that what it is? When they're, like, rare white what? stags? Yeah. Because then it's like, it's like that, it's like that being is supposed to be, like, been blessed by nature or something, and then you've, like, taken it away. What if it's been cursed by nature? Then it's black. And if you, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like the way you said black just then. <laughs> Everybody knows. Oh, no. (laughs) Shame. Shame. But, yeah. um, My favorite part about this, though, was he... This this is one of the theories, right? Predictors of his doom. And my favorite part about that was Mike Dash puts a lot of effort into researching whether or not that would be plausibly true. Um, Or at least more effort than I would have ever put in. Um, And apparently, yeah, because he was actually a pretty major hunter, huntsman. Um, It says he has 2,140 kills in a day, Uh, which seems, like, insane. I mean, if you're shooting at birds. (laughs) And he was responsible for deaths of a grand total of 272,439 animals during his lifetime. I mean, most of which it says are being driven towards him by his yeah. friends. You yeah. know, they know it's not like randos in the woods like it is now. Mm-hmm. It's like there's big parties and they're gathering them all up, and he gets to shoot them personally, even though he didn't do anything. He's just been sitting in the yeah. clearing waiting. He's, he's so. fishing and barreling. Good for now. you. Very sportsman. But that's a lot of kills of animals. Uh-huh. So, like, I could see that being true. Um, apparently, also, the Serbian Prime Minister, uh, Nikola Pasic. I'm going to say a lot of names. I'm going to interrupt myself. I'm going to say a lot of names today that I don't know how to pronounce. So, if you're in Serbia or surrounding countries, sorry. Because I'm not. I'm just going to say what it looks like to me. Email us. There's so many, like, things over the letters. I don't know what any of them mean. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Serbian Prime Minister. You research the sandwiches, but not the names. Yeah. That's kind of my style. Nikola Pasic. Uh, he apparently knew that this was going to happen. Of course. Um, apparently he was working with the Black Hand, which is the name of these, uh, assassins. I don't like the way you said black. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Um, he has a close relationship, it says, with them. And, um... But he knew that if he just warned them, was like, hey, they're going to kill you, that his own people were going to revolt against him. Sure. So he can't be like, hey, watch out. Um, But also, he's like, it's bad if people figure out I knew, and then it does happen, and I didn't try to do anything. That's going to look really bad for me on like a, you know. He needs plausible. Continental scale? Deniability. Right. And so he sends a... Veiled warning, it says, to Vienna via Dr. Leon von Belinsky, uh, and he's the Austrian Minister of Finance, uh, who was told that if Franz Ferdinand were to go to Sarajevo, some young Serb might put a live rather than a blank cartridge in his gun and fire it. 
I like the implicate, like they're just firing blanks at him <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. And he's like, ooh, you got me. Next time it's going to be a live round. Next time I'm going to be a real bullet, so watch out. Unlike all the past times when they've been shooting him with paintballs. Which, like, I guess he says to Belinsky, and I imagine they're, like, shaking hands, and he's like, that might happen. And then <laughs> it says Belinsky misses the point entirely and says, let's hope nothing does happen. And just says, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be terrible. Bye. I know. The idea was like, can you tell the dude just in case? And he's like, okay, bye. But has no idea that that was the subtle message. I'm in charge of the bank. Why are you you telling me? I have no military concerns whatsoever. I'm not a general. I am the bank man. I'm the administrator of finance. Why are you telling me this? I don't know what you're meaning. Uh, that's fair. Sure. Why would you tell the the minister of finance? <laughs> I guess that was like the closest <laughs> guy. I don't know. That was the best he could do. <laughs> yeah, sure notice. <laughs> anyway, so our assassins mm-hmm. are described by Mike Dash as a motley band of amateur mm-hmm. students. Motley, motley, a motley crew were, uh, and they're Serbian nationalists, which is part of why. Like, I, I believe that to be plausible that the Serbian prime minister knew about it. Um, they say, He also says they might be Yugoslav nationalists, but it's like, nobody really knows. Um, and they want Austria to not be in control anymore, obviously, and to be their own thing. I mean, isn't that really what everybody wants? <laughs> isn't it? Um, also, apparently, the guns and bombs that were used were supplied by the famous... Or infamous, sorry. Oh, Even yeah. worse. Oh. Uh, Colonel Apis, which was the head of the Serbian military intelligence. Colonel. So we're pretty sure probably the government knew. Yes. <laughs> they seem to have provided the weapons. Everyone but that one minister of finance. <laughs> well, he's he's a, somewhere else. Oh, okay. he's, a, he's an Austrian one. Oh, I see. And they're yeah. talking about the Serbs. Yeah, yeah. These are the Serbs. Got it. Got so, it. yeah, it was him trying to slip a message to Austria. And mm-hmm. uh, he's like... Yeah. Uh-huh. I love money. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. How do guns work? I've never met a gun. <laughs> I don't know what a blank is versus a live one. Is it like a check? <laughs> a blank check? A very, very nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, uh, one of my sources says, Young Bosnian... Uh, or not, young Bosnia attracted a particular group of people: young, angry students. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is just such a lovely description. Young, uh, angry students. It's always young, angry students. They love Bosnia. They love revolutions. It's true. It's all. A, it's like if you dumped a bunch of guns in the middle of Berkeley in the <laughs> '60s, and they're like, "Yeah, ooh, this is okay." Maybe not Berkeley. Uh, are they? Too hippie for that, or no? They're probably too hippie, but it's the the idea. The of, idea, yes. Of they'll set them all on fire because they're against. <laughs> it's all about zealous <laughs> passion. Yes. Um. So at the center of their group for these young, angry students who will become or try to become murderers <laughs> uh, is Vladimir oh, Gustinovic. Of course, it is. He's a young revolutionary whose writings. Had made a martyr of the would-be assassin Bogdan Zarayik. Bogdan. Bogdan is his first name. Hmm. Uh, it makes him a martyr, which I'm trying to remember if I don't know why. Oh, okay, yeah. So Zarayik had. So this is all about failures until you succeed, right? And Zarayik had planned to take down the emperor um, on June 3rd, 1910, so a few years before it actually happens. And it didn't work. But then he changed his mind, is what it says. He changed his mind. He's like, just kidding. Not today. Maybe I don't do that. And then later that month, it says he found his resolve. (laughs) He's like, I will do it. And then on the 15th, so 12 days later, he opened fire on General Marajan... Verisanin? Verisanin. Marjorie Verisanin. Marijan. Marijan. Marijan Verisanin. He's the governor of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Mm-hmm. Um, he shot at him five times and missed. How far away was he? I don't know. Hopefully but very far. He turned the sixth bullet on himself. <laughs> oh, he's he, only got six. He missed so very like, poorly. One, two, three, four, five. Crap. <laughs> well. Damn. 
No, no, there's nothing for it. And then he became a martyr. I think he was just very bad at guns. Do you count as a martyr when you kill yourself? Yes. I guess so. It's all about the cause. Sure. Anyway, so there's like one group and then also the black hand and they get intermixed together. That word again. Black hand. Um, <laughs> yep, it's coming for you. Uh, and so now they're like, we gotta go for the big gun. Mm-hmm. The bazooka. Pew. No, I meant Archduke transferred it. <laughs> Not actual gun. The there's cannon. No, there's no bazookas <laughs> that exist in this time period. Uh, cannon. We want the cannon. We gotta get a cannon. <laughs> what if we get a cannon? Um, so earlier in that same day, when mm-hmm. Franz Ferdinand is assassinated, mm-hmm. he survives an attempt of blowing him up. Oh, how? I will get to it. No, right now. You can't dance. <laughs> so there that. are seven would-be assassins. Whoa. Planning carefully, it says. Mm-hmm. Careful planning. Careful planning. They have four Browning pistols, uh-huh. six Serbian army-issued grenades, which is not enough for seven people, <laughs> so I don't completely understand. Some of them weren't up to code. They, <laughs> Some of them only have a gun. They Some weren't. of them only have a bomb. Some of them have a gun and a bomb, mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. I would like if maybe some of them had one, some had the other, some had both, but there was like one, maybe one guy, one guy who had nothing. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, you guys had weapons? Wait, wait. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Strangle him? You were supposed to just jump in front of the car. It's like, no, I wanted a gun. Please. I, I wanted, I wanted a sesame. And the black hand gives them uh, cyanide powder. For dramatic exits. Yes. So that after they shoot him, they don't have to go to jail. <laughs> they can just die. Uh, That's how you do it, like, real, legit style, right? Mm -hmm. Kill yourself right after. Yeah, you gotta have, like, the the molar that's drilled into and... Right, you just have to break it open. So Ferdinand and his wife are in this car, and they know that he's gonna be in this car parade, what time it's gonna be, the route it's gonna be going, and that they are the second car out of six. So they're aware of all of these things. Mm -hmm. They're like, great. We're going to have such a good plan. Everything's going to go perfect. It's going to be the best plan. The best one. They're going to start at the railway station. They're going to go along the river, all the way to City Hall. And so they position themselves all along the road so mm. that they have like mm. multiple chances in case something goes wrong. But nothing <laughs> will go wrong because we're so well planned. But nothing will. We have definitely practiced. And with seven of them, it says... Yeah. Uh, it's his death seems inevitable. One of these giggling monkeys will get it right. One of these has to work, <laughs> doesn't it? Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> They're so worried. Very so the concerned. First assa- our first assassin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Adam Balswick. No, <laughs> Mehmed Basik. I was very 28. <laughs> you were not. Is a 28 year old carpenter, mm-hmm. um, and he's the only Bosnian Muslim in the band. It says the band. I like to the band. A musical. Band. Ooh. I mean, they are. He co- plays bass. They're college students, right? They are. So they do have a band. So they do have a band. They do have a band. Um, but so he's the first one. The bassist. The, the bassist is the first one <laughs> that the car passes by. Uh huh. Uh, it says he gripped his bomb in his hand. Mm-hmm. This was not the first time he had been involved in an assassination plot. That's not great. Uh, earlier in the year, he had taken part in a botched attempt to kill Oscar Patirek. Don't put that on your resume. Who is the governor of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Don't. If it doesn't work, don't put it on your resume. Yeah. So he's already failed once before yeah. to do this kind of thing. And it says the car's coming towards him very fast, and the crowd surrounds him, there's a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. and he panics, and then doesn't do anything. <laughs> I don't. Loses his chance. You should not bring <laughs> failed people on your excursion. Right. The other guy who failed killed himself. That's what you're supposed to do when you fail. <laughs> right. You kill yourself. There should be no such thing as a failed assassin. <laughs> right. You succeed, and you kill yourself, or you fail, and you kill yourself out of embarrassment. <laughs> Out of shame. <laughs> no. This is his second failed assassination. What did he do afterwards? Did he just go get an ice cream? I don't know. What I don't know any more information about him. <laughs> the basis drops from existence. Our next contestant yes. is Vaso Kubrilo- Kubrilovic. Oh, he's the drummer. Kubrilovic. Um, he's just 17. Ooh. A young babe. A young drum. Compared to 28 for our bassist. Yeah. 
Um, he's armed with a pistol and a bomb. Ooh, all he's the... He's so ready. All the bells and whistles. And he's standing right by uh, Med, Med Basic. Mm-hmm. So they're right next to each other. He's so basic. And so he looks at him like, you're gonna do this, right? Do it. And then he sees him not do it. And then he's like, wait a minute, what? Are, are we not doing it? And he's like, if the guy who's ten years older than me isn't doing it, then, like, maybe I shouldn't do it. Then maybe I shouldn't do it. And he doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Although, from a different article, I got a quote from him. Uh-huh. Apparently, later, he said, I'm assuming at court, mm-hmm. or else why would I have a quote? So he also failed to kill himself. <laughs> uh, yeah. He says, I didn't pull out the revolver because I saw the Duchess was there. I felt sorry for her. Wasn't that part of the plan? Yeah. Uh, but it's, I think the idea is like... He's sorry. He's like, she looks like my mom or yeah, something. Yeah, and that like, he's not there to kill her. She didn't do anything, right? She just happens to be married to this dude who's given them problems. I guess. But like, she doesn't do anything. So then he just feels bad. And then he's like, never mind. Mommy issues. It sounds like excuses, mm-hmm. but that's fine. It's only his first failed assassination, yeah. so he's doing better than the guy next to That's him. That's true. So, uh, good. Good. <laughs> now we're going to move on to Nedaliko Kabrinovic. Mm. Uh, he's next in line. Uh, it says he had an abusive and difficult upbringing, and that caused him to drop out of school when he was 14. Oh, my. Is he like the lead um, singer? He's now 19. Ooh, ni- and well, wise old 19. He's bitter, it says. Bitter. <laughs> he's bitter. And unlike the previous two assassins, uh, he has another motivation. Plot twist. He's Uh-oh. dying. Oh, no. He's got a, It's his life dream Guess. Now. Guess what he has. Um, stupidity. Tuberculosis. Oh, he's got the... The TB. The galloping. He's gonna be a vampire. He's gonna be... He's got that thin... He's definitely, like, lead singer material. He's drilled so, way yeah. material. Um, so he's aware he's not gonna be alive much longer. <laughs> You're gonna say, well, so he's a werewolf. Yes, yeah, so he's a werewolf. <laughs> no, no. Vampire. Vampire. But so he's aware that he's mm-hmm. dying. Um, uh, once again, I thought you were gonna say werewolf. No. He's dying. And so he's, like, completely ready to sacrifice his life, right? Because mm-hmm. it's already terrible, and he probably already hates everything. It's over for him. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. So the car comes up to him, 10.15 a.m. I don't know why we know the exact time right now, but we do. So it comes up to his position, and it says he doesn't flinch. He hurls his hand grenade, uh-huh. and it flew through the air directly towards the Archduke's car, but the driver saw it, and he sped up. <laughs> oh, no. And then uh, it bounced off the back of the convertible cover. So it could have even gone in, but it mm-hmm. bounces off. Uh, and then it rolls into the street. Oh, no. Uh, and it says in his rashness, he had forgotten there's a 10-second delay for the bomb to explode. So he needed to get it, like, in the car. Yeah. Or he needed to hold it for a bit, cook it, cook mm-hmm. the grenade before you chuck yeah. it. Didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Just whoop, bang. And so it's got, like, seven more seconds by the time it hits the ground. <laughs> um, oh, child. And so it explodes, uh, not beneath Ferdinand's car, but beneath the fourth car in the sixth car uh, oh, poor, poor fourth car. Although, here's our, here's our source uh, shenanigans. I read a different source where it said uh, it blew up underneath the third car. So. Well, who's, who's counting? <laughs> One, two, three or four, um, five, six. What comes after two? <laughs> Ask my nephew. One, <laughs> two, three... <laughs> Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one. That's <laughs> how so he counts. It's very cute. He completely forgets and he tries to cover it he up. He doesn't know about ten. And Not he totally gets to, sure. he gets to nine and then he's like, wait a minute. Should there be more numbers? One. And then it just goes back to one. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway. So, oh, in this version, when it's the third car, the driver sees it coming, accelerates, explodes behind them underneath this third car, um, and a small splinter cuts Sophie's cheek, the archduchess. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's the only place I read that, so hmm. apparently it hurt her a little bit. Um, but the effect is really bad on the car it does hit, whichever one it is. Um, it takes the car out. Uh, it leaves a one-foot diameter crater in it. Mm. There's a big hole yeah. in the, in the uh, car, and it sends shrapnel flying at people in the crowd. Oh, no. Uh, it ends up that 16 to 20 people are wounded, and the rest just freak out. <laughs> they were very startled. Obviously. Everyone's very excited. Um, 
Apparently, Franz Ferdinand at this time said, come on, that fellow is clearly insane. Let us proceed with our program. No. Like, we gotta get out of here, is what he's saying. Well, that's true. I mean, at this point, you should, like, duck down and get the hell out and should not come out for the rest of the day. I agree. He will not do that. You crazy. But he's like, let's get the F out of town. Yeah. But not really. Let's just get where we were going faster, please. I'm hungry. I want to stop for a smoothie. And so then now, Kabrinovic, our lead singer, is just standing there like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do I do? Uh Uh-oh. So he quickly swallows his cyanide pill. Uh Uh-huh. And he's determined to ensure that he dies, not only from that. So he also throws himself in the nearby Milyaka River for good measure. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't work. He can't even kill himself. The cyanide pill's out of date, so instead of killing him, (laughs) it just makes him vomit. Oh, he just gets sick. Also, the river is only 13 centimeters deep, so you cannot drown in it. (laughs) (laughs) Did I not know that? I'll throw myself in the river. This was not planned. This isn't a river. This is a puddle. He just kind of, like, hits the mud. Whack. (laughs) Starts vomiting. Straight into the 13 centimeter Everyone deep watches river. this sad child. It's so embarrassing. Muddy and vomiting. I know. Stupid. Trying to drown himself <laughs> in 13 centimeters of water. Um, he's quickly yanked out of the river by the police uh, and attacked by a furious crowd before being taken into custody. There you go. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like to think that the police picked him up and then people were like, Mah! and they were like, okay. Like, you can beat him up for a little they bit. Just kind of hold him up for yeah. a bit. Like, go ahead, swing. Swing yeah. at him. Oh, hey, who wants to do next? <laughs> Take a swing. As they're holding his arm. This is great. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> First he's pulled out, and then he's attacked by people. Right. So I'm like, it doesn't make sense unless that's the order of events. But anyway, um, <laughs> the sentence starts understandably ruffled. Ruffled. <laughs> mm. uh, Franz Ferdinand, they get, and his wife get to the town hall. Uh, most of the people who were injured with the explosion were obviously his own people from that car. Um, and so they're like, rut row, that's not good. And so apparently the mayor of Sarajevo is, like, doing some sort of speech or something when they get there. Uh-huh. And Archduke Franz Ferdinand runs up and goes, I'm sorry, like, I get to talk now. Uh, it's my turn. And he says, Mr. Mayor, I came here on a visit and I get bombs thrown at me? It is outrageous. <laughs> That's not incorrect. <laughs> it is outrageous. How dare you? How dare you let them throw bombs at me? <laughs> Which, <laughs> I would love to do that to somebody who's, like, technically they're in charge of it, but, like, he has no control over right. people throwing bombs at you. <laughs> it is outrageous. Fix it. Fix. Fix it. Um, so then they're like, what do we do about this, right? And some people are like, hey, we'll give you some troops uh, that'll escort you around. But this is decidedly not what happens because the soldiers, this is according to one of my sources, I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but it says the soldiers lacking the snazzy uniforms appropriate <laughs> for an archduke are not acceptable. No. They don't look nice enough, they can't come with me to these, protect my life. These are sloppy and I won't allow it. It will embarrass me. <laughs> Take all of your peasants away from me. Gross. Instead, mm-hmm. they decide the archduke should go visit the victims in the hospital. I mean, that's okay. I a guess nice PR opportunity. Really, but you should not leave. No. When they have very recently tried to murder you. And you won't allow the the scruffy <laughs> military attache. <laughs> like, how ugly do they have to look for him to be like, uh, no. How that's sad. a no for me. You're like a nice professional soldier, and the Archduke's like, ew, gross. <laughs> Get not, out of here. Not that one. I hate it. This one is dirty, and I don't want it. Anyway, so him and his wife mm-hmm. are going to go to the hospital to visit people. Yeah. How nice, except for, like, this is why you die. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the story of how you die. This is how it happened. <laughs> this is how they died. You idiot. Um, so they say it was... A, a, a different article says, basically, like, it was an impulsive decision of his to do it. But the first one made it sound like people voted on it almost or like they talked about it and like encouraged him to do it. I mean it totally so, sounds like something it's questionable. Like your your cabinet would tell you to do on the campaign trail, right? Right. So I'm like I feel like probably people were like that would be a good idea and he was like, okay I guess. Um and like maybe he knew somebody who got hurt that he really liked, you know, mm-hmm. in his group or whatever. Um so they go to visit 
um, which they say none of the assassins could have predicted because they knew his predicted route and they still failed horribly. They couldn't <laughs> assume that he was going to do this. Right. Um, and unfortunately, that takes him right into the spot of his actual assassin, uh, Gavrilo Princip. Oh, sorry? Gavrilo Princip. 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 Um, so Gavrilo... The, the keyboardist. I think probably already by the time he's in the line, um, they've sped up and <laughs> getting away. Yeah. And there's already been an explosion, and he's probably like, bye. Well. No thanks. You see him, the lead singer, getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, not for me. <laughs> Trying to drown himself in 13 centimeters of water. And he's like, not for me. Watches him belly flop into the mud. Yeah. Nope, time to go. Time to go. I quit the band. I quit the band. Leaves. The band is bad. But he had a gun. Mm-hmm. On him. He was one of the ones who got a gun, not a bomb. Yeah. I don't think he has a bomb at all, just the gun. And uh, he decides, uh, according to some sources, to go get a sandwich. Oh. I mean... We'll talk more about that, that later. That nasty keyboardist, he's like, well, I guess I'll get a sandwich. We'll, we'll talk more about that later, and about whether or not he actually ate a sandwich, because I read a whole article about it. Whoa. From Mike Dash. What, uh... <laughs> Can you tell me what sandwich it may have been? Uh, it might have been a cheese sandwich. Just cheese? Just cheese. Like a grilled cheese or just a I cheese? I assume like a grilled cheese. Okay. But it just said cheese was the answer of what Melted type of sandwich. <laughs> Hot cheese. Hot cheese. Anyway, <laughs> so Gavrilo Princip is like, that's okay. Yeah. Goes to get a sandwich. Um, apparently, we'll talk. let's talk about him for a minute. Uh, he's rejected from the fighting in the First Balkan War, which was in oh. 1912, a couple years ago. Uh, at this time, <laughs> just un- a couple of years. Unfit? What happened? Um, due to his sickly demeanor, oh, it says. Oh, he's unfit. He's a small boy, probably. He's like a little um, tiny boy. So, and he also ends up having incurable tuberculosis, which is probably why they wouldn't let him do it. He, uh, he's a, <laughs> the kind of boy who, after failing an assassination attempt, will go and get a hot cheese sandwich. Where he didn't even really try. No. He wasn't involved in the actual <laughs> efforts. He had a chance. Only one person tried yeah. out of seven. Yeah. And it turned out very bad. Very bad for him. Very bad. He should have not done anything, really, was the answer. But anyway, so the royal car, um, to get to the hospital, was supposed to go on the Apple Quay, is what it's called. Um, is that a type of road? I guess so. It's capitalized, so it makes me sound like it is like one specific road. It's like the Bifrost, but apple-flavored. <laughs> Bifrost. Oh, no. Apple quay. It's not apple. Well, it's E-L, but it still might be apple in German. Sure. So I don't know. Um, but they didn't tell this to the driver oh. that that's the way they were supposed to go. Uh-huh. And so uh, he goes a different route uh-huh. because he doesn't probably know a lot about where they are. <laughs> they don't have Google Maps. Um, How does he know? His name is Leopold uh, Loyak. Okay. Or Loyaka? Yolaka? Loyaka? Who knows? Loyaka, I'm going to say. Leopold. Uh, he doesn't, yeah, he's unfamiliar with the new route and so he takes a wrong turn, gets confused, um, and uh, Governor... Patoriak, who is the one that they tried to assassinate earlier, Oscar, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, who they failed to assassinate, um, he's in the car, mm. and he's like, hold on, we're going the wrong way. So we need to put the car in reverse. Unfortunately, this car doesn't reverse. What? It doesn't have a reverse gear. <laughs> okay. It's 1914. Uh, that's true. There's no reverse. What? So instead, you have to get out and push it backwards. Get out and push. <laughs> Which is just the funniest thing in the world. Oh, dear. They're just like, hey, uh, we have to go the other way? And he's like, oh, sorry. Sorry. It's out of the car. Sorry, it's, it's 1914, and, and they don't do that. It. They don't do that they yet. They don't do that. This one doesn't. It makes it sound like other ones do, but not this car. Mm-hmm. So, they happen when he's doing this, mm-hmm. pushing, I'm assuming, to be right outside a sandwich shop mm. that has Princip <laughs> right there. Now, there's a lot of uh, uh-huh. conjecture about whether or not he has a sandwich in his hand, whether uh-huh. or not he has just eaten a sandwich, I... or if he just happened to be sitting in front of a sandwich shop and it has nothing to do with sandwiches. Is he still picturing the sandwich? Has <laughs> in he, his mind. Has he ordered the sandwich? <laughs> 
Is he eating it? Can he afford a sandwich? He is, he a, is a college student. He is a poor student <laughs> and a keyboardist. And very bad at murdering and just ran away and gave up. So, he, he all he wants is that hot cheese. <laughs> can he even commit to a sandwich if he can't commit <laughs> to an assassination? If you can't murder, can you eat a sandwich? <laughs> These are the questions we ask. Welcome to hysterical history. <laughs> anyway, so he... So basically their car stopped Mm -hmm. in front of him. And there's other people there, right? There's still crowds of people outside from earlier. And they, I think they've probably heard that they're going to visit. Mm -hmm. So they're like, cool, like we can still see the Archduke. Because it's a big deal. Um, They just don't know which way. So like maybe (laughs) these people were confused about where to be. Um, But he basically just like looks up and is like, there's my target. (laughs) I love just imagining just you're, you're eating your sandwich You've written it off. It's like, well... Didn't work. I guess maybe it's just not for me. And then there's these idiots pushing a car backwards. And you're like, wait a minute. That's the Archduke. Oh. oh. Right there. It's like the universe is taunting you a little bit. I know. Like, you can't... You have to. You got to do it now. You can't eat your sandwich. And well, and some people like that's that's part of why they mentioned all those like prophecies and things or Mm -hmm. like things related to like this happening because it seems so much like. Almost like it was fated to happen in a way when this is how it happens. When there's yeah. so much effort and all that fails and then it's like presented on a silver platter to oh, you. How, what if all the CIA needed to do was eat a sandwich? Eat a sandwich. Go eat a sandwich. Be sand- in the right sandwich shop in Cuba and you'll do it. Cuban sandwiches are so the good. The reverse will go out and they'll have to push it. Mm-hmm. They'll be really embarrassed. Like, this is Cuba. We only have really old cars that go backwards. But I have to read you a quote from Mike Dash. Uh-huh. He says, For the Archduke to be presented as a stationary target to the <laughs> one man in a crowd of thousands still determined to kill him was a remarkable stroke of bad luck. Mm-hmm. But even then, the odds favored his survival. Yeah, right? Sure. Like, you have to shoot well enough to do it. Yeah. And you got to shoot him in the right spot. They're right. already going to the hospital. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the it route. It shouldn't be. It should be kind of hard. Uh, but it says he was hemmed, and he's hemmed in by the crowd, it says, so he's not, like, in front, he's, like, in the middle. Yeah. And he's got to shoot. And he's like, oh. One-handed, um, because that hot cheese sandwich. Oh, he also has a bomb, sorry. He was, oh. a, he was a gun and bomb man. And bomb. Didn't even try. Um, and so it says he's unable to prime the bomb he's carrying. He uh-huh. can't get to it, pull it out, and <laughs> start it. How do I, why like, hand, ah! I, I can't drop this sandwich. And so instead, he resorts to his pistol um, but fails to actually aim it. Uh, how do you fail to aim? According to his own testimony, uh-huh. Princip confessed, Where I aimed, I do not know. <laughs> Adding that he had raised his gun against the automobile without aiming. I even turned my head as I shot. You, He's not looking. He gave He's up. He's not looking. He gave up. And yet... <laughs> Uh, so they're, they're, it says they're like basically at point blank range. He's very close to them. Yep. Um, but he, but still, Mike Dash is impressed with his accuracy while not looking. Mm-hmm. Um, he fires two shots. One hits uh, Franz Ferdinand's wife Sophie uh, in the stomach, and the other hits her husband in the neck. Yeah. Uh, and the bullet severs his jugular vein. Oh no! Yeesh. So yeah, he's dead real fast. Both of them are, um, but especially him. Yeah. Which is good, because he's the one you really wanted to kill. Yeah. Even though you were so bad at it. if you uh, Maybe if he had been aiming, he would have, like, hit the side of the next building. Right. That's <laughs> true. Uh, and it says while uh, he was so accurate in both of those shots that, um, obviously, they go straight to the hospital, and doctors can, can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, they're doomed. By the time they get there, they're basically <laughs> do something. This is already a dead person. Um, yeah, like, he doesn't have a jugular <laughs> vein anymore. We can't help you. His head is flopping off the body. We can't do it. I don't believe this account uh-huh. because when they told me it severed his jugular vein, I was like, oh, I mean, he's just like almost dead immediately. Like, sure, you're not going to last very long. No, but I do have an account of what might be his last words. Mm-hmm. But it may. I highly question this when you're bleeding from your jugular vein. Sure, it's not a paragraph or something, is it? Um, it's no, it's just a sentence, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of long. And I don't even know if he could have talked or really mm-hmm. done anything because he's like in shock and bleeding to death. Yeah. Um, but it's. I'm going to say it in German, and it's going to be really bad because I don't speak German, mm-hmm. and then I'll translate. 
Sofero, Sofero, Schreiber nicht blich am Leben für unser Kinder, which is Sophia, Sophia, don't die, stay alive for our children. I mean, I can see someone shouting that in a panic. It's possible, but I don't know. Anyway, so he's done. Good job, Princip. Mm -hmm. You did what no one else could do. That loser keyboard has turned out to be... Frickin' the just grease all over his face from his cheese sandwich. <laughs> cheese all over him. He's like, how do I get the bomb out? And then he turns his face away because he can't watch this it is do the, it. This is the one? This is how it happened? This is the one? This did it? So then he's like, well, I should kill myself. Because that's the answer after you assassinate someone. I mean, right? kill yourself. I mean, I would have gone for another cheese sandwich. So he uh, he pulls a gun to his own temple mm -hmm. to take his life, but Misses. somebody knocks it out of his hand. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> no! How dare you? None for you. And then he reaches for his cyanide in his pocket, but it's, uh, um, but the furious crowd swarms him to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> they love uh -huh. beating up people in <laughs> freaking Sarajevo, and I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. Do it. If they're trying to assassinate and or assassinate someone, beat them up. Mm -hmm. They deserve it. Um, unless it's Fidel Castro. Let him do it. Alexis Lord, 2018. <laughs> I mean, he's dead. doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, so they beat him up. Um, and now we're going to talk about sandwiches. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the thing you've all been waiting for. So, there's a story... Uh-huh. A legend. The, the classic story that I'm going to once again quote from Mike Dash. Mm -hmm. He says, As Princip cues to buy a sandwich, Franz Ferdinand is leaving the town hall. When the heir gets back into his limousine, though, he decides on a change of plans. He'll call at the hospital to visit the men injured in the grenade blast. There's one problem. The Archduke's chauffeur, a stranger to Sarajevo, gets lost. He swings off Apple Quay and into crowded Franz Joseph Street, then drifts to a stop right in front of Schiller's, is the name of the sandwich place. Mm -hmm. uh, Princip looks up from his lunch, like he is eating it, uh, to find his target sitting a few feet away from him. Yep. Um, he pulls his gun, two shots, kills Franz Ferdinand and his wife, and there we go. The end. The end. But Mike Dash has a lot of problems with this. Mm hmm um, I'm going to read you some of his main points okay. um, in the order that I find them the funniest mm -hmm. to, to the most true, probably. Okay, good. Did they have sandwiches ever in Sarajevo <laughs> in 1914? Uh, did they? Um, I feel like everybody has sandwiches. <laughs> I'm just going to be like something that you would call a sandwich. I mean, maybe they didn't call it a sandwich. Sure, but like something that can be classified as a sandwich. Sure. Bread with things in it. Mm-hmm. Done. When was the sandwich officially invented? I don't know. Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. When, when? I feel like that's in like the 1700s or 1800s. Which? It's not in the 1900s. No, no, it's much earlier. 1762. Yeah. So. And it wasn't really invented. It's, right. Of course. Mm -hmm. But who started pioneering sandwiches, this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been around for hundreds of years, uh -huh. uh, the concept. And, um, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't have some form of sandwich. Right. I understand maybe it's not a hot cheese sandwich. It's, maybe it's not a bistro. Right. Maybe it wasn't a panini press. <laughs> it was a sandwich. Sorry to turn on you, Mike Dash, but... Um, that was not my favorite. Of all of the uh, points to make, was he, it a sandwich? He also says, um, th this happens at 10.50 a.m. And he's like, seems a bit early for lunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I want to let Mike Dash know that you can have a sandwich at any time of the day. Mike Dash, you can have a sandwich whenever you want. <laughs> there are time constraints on sandwiches, Mike Dash. In 2018, Mike, I want you to have a breakfast sandwich. Breakfast a sandwich. A lunch sandwich. Dinner sandwich. A dinner sandwich. A midnight sandwich. Midnight sandwich snack sandwich, Mike Dash. Any time. Any sandwich, any time, any day. <laughs> Bread, meat, or whatever you want in the middle, eat it. Eat it. It's always good. It's always it's always fun, fresh. How you like it, Sandwiches Mike Sandwiches in every culture are the best food always. What is tortas? <laughs> tortas? Po' boys. Oh, so good. Bon mis. Yeah. Holy balls. Paninis. They're all good. We've already paninis. mentioned the panini. Yeah, we don't have to do it again. Do Germans not have... Is that... Like, in Serbia and Austria, do they not have them? Is 
I'm they, assuming they do. Is they, do they have religious exceptions for <laughs> eating sandwiches before noon? Let us know. Send us emails. <laughs> send us an email. I know somebody from Bosnia has listened one time. So. Once. Send <laughs> us an email. Months ago? It's probably more than once. Yeah, forever ago. Uh, um, maybe I, when they see that Franz Ferdinand is in the title of this episode, they'll watch. Yeah. Or listen. I don't know how they'll watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have cameras in here. Anyway, seems a bit early for lunch. <laughs> Oh, really? Um, Therefore. The third one was that he didn't talk about it in the trial, that he was holding a sandwich, or had eaten a sandwich, or anything. Not all witnesses are that pedantic. No, but that's fair, that nobody brought it up, maybe. Seems Uh a bit weird if we're... Because you assume with this kind of trial that you're going to go over every single thing, and it's going to take kind of forever. Uh Because even though you know he's guilty, you want to know everything. Or would it? Because I know some people are just like, you murdered it. We don't care so what you were holding. Could be. Murder him. Um, and also, the most <laughs> logical of them, there are no sources that say anything about him eating a sandwich before 2003. Mm, that's the most suspicious. Yes. I, I think at the end of the article, he said he found one from 2001. That was a book... Like a Brazilian book about the event, mm. but it was like a novel almost. Someone made it. And they it like up. mentioned it as a joke. <clears throat> right. And then it was in a documentary. Mm. Um, like it was like um, the day the days the earth stood still or something. Sure. Which was like a history channel documentary series, I think. And um, they talk about it. Very briefly. Kind of like a hand wave detail. Sure. Whereas Mike Dash, the only reason I think that he researched it was because his daughter like talked to him about it and he figured that actually it's a really popular thing to teach in history class now. What? Which he was like, that's so bizarre. Uh, <laughs> and he worked at the Smithsonian. So weird. he was like, has time and, you know, resources to look into things. Right. So I believe him. But it's, anyway. Was that a real shop? Was Schilling's Schil- a real... Schiller's? Schiller's. Was that a real uh, shop? I don't know. I mean, I think that would be one of the easiest things to check. Probably. Because you know where it happened. Right. So you can look. You should be able to check records. Right. It would be a little embarrassing if you made up that story and you didn't check, like, the location of where it was. So right. hopefully you did. Uh, the street is wrong. Um, <laughs> whoops. This isn't in Sarajevo. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in Boston. Uh, remember how we were talking about fate, Haley? Fate? Yeah. Fate? He, he just was fated to be in this place. If you could change your fate. Would you? Your feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was, like, fated to be there. That he looks up, with, you know, sandwich in hand, looks up. Oh, there's the man I was supposed to kill earlier. It is a very good story. Even 30 yeah. or 40 minutes ago, I was supposed to kill him. <laughs> like, 10.15 is when that bomb goes off. Uh-huh. 10.50 is when he dies. Yeah. It's not even an hour later. It's too early for a sandwich. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early. It just early. seems like madness <laughs> that that just happened to be that way. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. Mike Dash also tipped me off. Ooh, Mike. To the Mike Dash. idea that this vehicle is haunted. Ooh, a much better story. A haunted car. Ooh. Ooh, change your feet. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Into hooves. I wonder if this inspired, um, is it Christine? The famous uh, Stephen oh, King story sure. about haunted cars? I, I don't know if it inspired it's that. It could have. I mean, maybe. Who knows? I feel like there are other haunted cars. Sure. Maybe. Sure. I'm sure there are. Yeah. But anyway. Wait, how did the car do it? No, it, no. It's just that people die in this car a lot. People die in cars often. <laughs> it's true. Not this time. Uh, 1914? Are we sure? I don't think a lot of people are in cars, generally. But when they are, they die immediately. <laughs> Because they're terrible. People have died in cars that day, probably. (laughs) Probably. The bomb rolled under their car. They all died. I want to say at the top, this is almost definitely not true. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously. Really? But how do you prove it? Was it too early in the day for a haunting? (laughs) Yes. Mike Dash? Mike Dash. (laughs) But anyway, according to the legend, Von Harek's vehicle Mm -hmm. was so cursed by its involvement in awful events... Um, or perhaps it was the gaudy, bloody red paint job. And it says that pretty much every subsequent owner meant a, met a hideous final destination sort of death. I think people just aren't good drivers. Yeah, I'm going to read you the story of the car. And I'll just mention that insurance companies do charge you a higher premium when your car is red. 
Because people who drive red cars tend to be a-holes. This is in 1914. <laughs> but they don't have insurance. It's a truth. It is true. Don't drive a red car. Don't. Although when we when I had that red car when we were in Las Vegas, it was really good. I felt really cool. I know. Hard <laughs> time. Our tiny and like red go shark. speed racer. That's why they do it. <laughs> you when I put us in park when we were at a freaking stoplight because I was just so excited on accident. That's uh, that's what you get into a red car and you lose your mind. It's true. <laughs> anyway, so after the armistice, the newly appointed governor of Yugoslavia had the car restored to first class condition. Mm-hmm. But right or but after four accidents and the loss of his right arm, what? he felt that the vehicle should be destroyed. <laughs> It co- it ate my arm. His friend, Dr. Srirkis, disagreed. Uh, scoffing at the notion that a car can be cursed, he drove it happily for six months till the overturned vehicle was found <laughs> on the highway with the doctor's crushed body beneath it. Uh, you see, once you get into a red car, mm-hmm. you flip right over. Another doctor became the next owner, mm-hmm. but when his suspicious or superstitious patients began to desert him, he hastily sold it to a Swiss race driver. Uh-oh. In a road race in the Dolomites, the car threw him over a stone wall and he broke the... or he died of a broken neck. A well-to-do farmer acquired the car, which stalled one day on the road to the market. While another farmer was towing it for repairs, the vehicle suddenly growled into full power and knocked the tow car aside in a careening rush down the highway. Both farmers were killed. I'm imagining they're not even moving. Yeah. It's just this car sitting on the side of the road and it'll just flip. No! <laughs> oh, no! Tiber Hirschfield, the last private owner, decided that all the old car needed was a less sinister paint job. <laughs> Just gotta give it a fresh can of paint. He had it repainted a cheerful blue shade. Ooh, blue. And invited five friends to accompany him to a wedding. <laughs> Hirschfield and four of his guests uh, died in a gruesome head-on collision. It murdered them even harder. By this time, the government had had enough. They're like, enough of this murder car. They shipped the rebuilt car to the museum. Where it now is. The museum? Yeah. Which? The museum. The museum? I'll tell you in a minute. Night at the museum? But one afternoon, Allied bombers rescued or reduced the museum to smoking rubble. Yeah. Nothing was found of Carl Brunner and the haunted vehicle. Nothing, that is, but a pair of dismembered hands clutching a fragment of steering wheel. I think the car caused the bombing. <laughs> and, and so Mike Dash is like, yeah. And while Franz Ferdinand's touring car did make it to a Vienna museum, mm-hmm. the military museum there, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't destroyed by bombings. It's still there. <laughs> Idiots. Um, <laughs> and it's one of the museum's main attractions. Really? Um, it's not blood red or cheerful blue. Um, it's like kind of a like navy blue to a black color. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dark. Um, That's all the blood on it. (laughs) And rather more significantly, it displays no signs of any damage caused by a long series of ghastly road accidents and head-on collisions. It's called repairing. (laughs) They fix it 20 times. You restore it after it murders. He makes a point to say it also doesn't look like it's been fixed. It just looks like it hasn't been in How do you know? What does that mean? I don't know. It doesn't look damaged. I'm not in charge. Or fixed because it's perfect. So, but there is one interesting thing that Mike Dash found about this car. Tell me what Mike Dash found out. A British visitor named Brian Pressland. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, gosh. The name of this museum is impossible. I want you to know. Just say the museum. Called at Vienna's Hiresgeschlitelisches Museum. Bless you. Look at the word. Uh, where is it? The blue. Oh. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I think I did pretty good. Where the vehicle's now on display. It was Presland who seemed to have first drawn the staff's attention to the remarkable detail contained in the Graf and Stiff's license plate, which read A111118. Of course. It can be taken to be read A for armistice 111118, which means that the death car has always carried with it a prediction not of the dreadful day of Sarajevo with... In, that in a real sense marked the beginning of the First World War, but of November 11th, 1918, Armistice Day. Hmm. The day that the war ended. Um, so he, Dash talks about whether or not he thinks that's true, and he says that 
Um, he does think it's true because he's the, and that it's the original plate because he has some um, sources in his possession that he hasn't. He said he's not able to like upload like Secret in proper <laughs> in proper uh, quality. Uh-huh. But that he's used a magnifying glass on a picture of the original car um, and like from that day. And it does appear to have the same license plate. So mm-hmm. he does believe that that's the accurate original one. And he also believes that it could easily have said that because the A of Armistice Day is only the English word. Uh, it's not an A in German. It's Waffenstillstand, mm-hmm. which um, means it literally translates arms stand still. <laughs> like your arms are still. Stop it. Um and it's not five ones, it's three capital I's and then two numbers. Sure. Um, and also, uh, oh, the, they surrendered earlier than that mm. in Sarajevo. It was like a few days earlier before they had the proper armistice. So he thinks that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says it would make sense, too, why they never really noticed its significance till this guy pointed it out. They're just like, oh, okay. Oh, it's only, I mean, it's only a prophecy if you're English and you don't know what numbers are. <laughs> I see. Oh, I, how clever. How interesting. It is, <laughs> I mean, it is an interesting detail, yeah. though. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I had about <sighs> Franz Ferdinand. I hate college students. They, and yeah. murder college. And murderers. murderers. And murder cars. <laughs> Christine. Christine. <laughs> I love that whole chain of events, though. <laughs> really bad. It's so funny. Like, definitely not true, mm-hmm. but like 100% had to share because what? And I love what? the guy who's like, well, obviously everyone's dying. It's red. Mm-hmm. It looks like blood. <laughs> if you just paint it, idiots. You just have to make it blue. And then he gets four of his friends killed, too. <laughs> and then it immediately murders even more. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll show you. <laughs> you think it's just the red? Bam! Murdered! And I can't imagine that they would have given that car to freaking the Archduke. <laughs> they were like, hey, I have the murder car. I mean, this one. <laughs> I mean, the car <laughs> that we selected for you. Just for you. Isn't it You're pretty? Welcome. Pretty, pretty car. <laughs> pretty canary blue. Pretty. Pretty. So yeah, that's the many ways that Franz Ferdinand did not die, and then the way that he did. What did we learn today? Uh, if at first you don't succeed, go get a sandwich. Go get a, maybe you just need some space. Maybe, this is my wish for you in 2018. You know, when you fail, like, just take a minute and take a breath and, like, go eat something. And then maybe what you need will just fall right at your feet. The universe will present you with a solution. Right, if you're just patient and you don't freak out and you don't throw your bomb too early... If you don't try to drown yourself in water that's not deep enough to drown in... Yep. You need to plan ahead. Right. You need to plan. You need to sometimes just close your eyes and pull the trigger. Just hope. You gotta make an attempt. Turn your head away. You gotta make an attempt. You can't just stand on the sidelines. You need a plan B, and plan B can be sandwich. Yeah. Just the word sandwich. Sometimes plan B is a sandwich, (laughs) and that's okay. (laughs) You're gonna make it through this. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Please don't try to actually assassinate anyone. We do not advocate murder. No. Here. Nope. In this room. In this room. Don't murder anyone in our podcast room. Please. Don't. It's literally only me or Haley almost ever in this room. <laughs> so odds are great that it would be one of us. Don't murder today. Yes. No murder. Sponsored by sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I kind of want a sandwich I almost now. thought you said Santa Claus. No. Don't you still have a Subway gift card? I, <gasps> oh, I do. We should... Oh, sponsored. Sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Subway sponsored this. And it was just for me to talk about sandwiches. <laughs> this has been sponsored by Subway. Eat flesh. Schiller's Eat Fresh. And then murder the Archduke Franz Ferdinand. We make it your way. Fresh. <laughs> murder the Archduke. Hot cheese. <laughs> murder the Arch... Hot cheese. Today. That's what he said when he pulled the gun. Hot cheese. <laughs> Hot cheese guide my hand. That was Franz Ferdinand's real last words. Hot cheese. <laughs> Sophia. 
Sophia, the hot cheese. Hot cheese, Sophia. Hot cheese. Oh, it's so hot. Hot dang. Hot cheese. <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, this is being listened to by Mike Dash. We appreciate your work. Patronage. <laughs> your patronage. Yes, we appreciate your work. Your articles were very enjoyable to read. They've got a lot of sass in them. And if we're and a lot of good info. How old is Mike Dash? I don't know. Um, probably like 50, 45 yeah. in there. Mike Dash, if we're ever in D.C., we would love to take you out for a sandwich. <laughs> Hot cheese. Hot cheese. <laughs> This has been Hysterical History. A podcast. Uh, a podcast. <laughs> Why are you NPRing right now? <laughs> What's like, happening? It's, it's like you became a weatherman all of a sudden. I'm sorry. So forecast. I'm sorry. In this forecast, hot cheese. So go eat a sandwich. Um, plan mm. out your goals while eating said sandwich. Listen to our other podcasts. We episodes. Are, we we are, only have this one podcast. We are working on a website, a dot com. A most proper website. It's it's only a picture of a kiwi right now. So but That's it is fine. hystericalhistorypodcast.com. How easy. And eventually one of these days, as long as I don't explode it, it will have episodes there too. How cool. How cool is that? And we'll be able to have pictures up for each episode. There are already pictures. And articles. Other and things you might be able to leave funny com- memes. Uh, it's it's an option because we're using Squarespace sponsor sponsor two sponsors this episode. Can we're it? not really sponsored. Nobody is paying us no. for this. Uh, you could leave, you can leave <laughs> comments on the posts, which is an interesting thing that we might. Cool. Do. Anyway, that would be awesome. Sauce. Join us next week. But you can still email us mm-hmm. right now at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. There you go. And if you do, you'll get a shout out like Caitlin did. Ooh, Caitlin. So cool and Australian. It's uh, a time there. Spring. Almost. <laughs> oh, you were trying to go for seasons. <laughs> seasons. It's just the opposite of what we have. It's so the yes. season of love. love. No, that means it would be going into love. fall. Love. It would be summer. Yes, going into fall. I said spring, and that was incorrect. We are going into spring, because it's the end of winter. Well, we're in, like, in the middle of winter, but it's it, fine. It is. The next one will be fall. For you. For you, Caitlin. Just for you. Thanks for letting her know what her next season is. I'm sure she couldn't have figured it out herself. <laughs> was not aware <laughs> at all. Don't be bitten by any spiders, snakes, jellyfish, crocodiles. And if you are... Or birds. What do you do? That's right. You keep the corpse so the doctors can identify the poison thing. The venomous thing. Or poison. It depends. Mm-hmm. No one's listening right now, so let's just stop. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Hot cheese. <laughs>